The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Passionate kiss. How about our, our Tucson concert bus with lunchbox and that oh, lady that, the, in the center the, of the concert? Two people so fat. That they, not anymore, though. Lunchbox, I guess, lost, yeah, he lost the But they couldn't get their arms all the way around each other. They were like... Back when he was lunchbox. Yeah. yeah <laughs> holding on to each other's flanks and then like trying to get their faces what? close enough. Oh, the kiss was never ending. Two, there was It was 800 pounds of French kissing. <laughs> I think I'd rather watch the dudes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to watch anybody doing it, but it is off-putting. Two bearded men in dresses, and I think it's off-putting because everybody's like, oh, okay, don't look, don't say anything stupid, you know, that's normal now, that's okay. And then they start making out, and you're like, all right, they're forcing me to look. Yeah, it's just weird. Anyway, that was my night last night. Go Suns. That was fun. I had a good time. <laughs> I had a great time. And it's just weird. And if I see a pregnant man, uh, I'm sorry to the pregnant men out there. I'm probably going to make a face. Like it's it's uh, I, it's it's just who I am. And then I'll get past it. But initially, my face is going to kind of go. What am I looking at? Yeah, it's like a third boob. I'm going to stare at that for a second, and I'm not going to know what to do with it. And then I'm going to have to assess. It's like when Terminator used to look at people, and then that whole assessment in his eye. Yeah, yeah, that's me now. That's what I <laughs> eliminate. No, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Destroy target. No, we're not doing that. Choose your responses. <laughs> right. Yeah, you have to go through the things. Do not say ooh. Don't be a dickhead. They're two people in love. You should hope they have a kind of love someday. No, I shouldn't. Give me your clothes. <laughs> Give me that dress. <laughs> you look so sexy in there. All I want to do is make out with another man. Aye. And he was the first pregnant man. Remember when that was a comedy? Junior. Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant. Oh, and America can't get enough of that weird thing that would never happen in life, right? Fast forward 30 years later. Arnold Schwarzenegger's pregnant. Don't laugh. <laughs> Save the world. I'm going to have a baby because I fell in love with another man. I've got ovaries. I'm transgender. Don't laugh. Who's laughing? Why are you doing this? This isn't a comedy. <laughs> and the transgenderables. <laughs> 
Hey, yo, you know what? I'm going to have a baby. I can't go running around fighting big guys. I'm going to have a baby, too. We should have a joint couple shower. Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> I drive very fast, but I'm not going to do that anymore for the safety of my baby. You're having a baby, too, Jason Statham? <laughs> Why are they laughing at us? <laughs> hey, yo, I know. I think it's kind of beautiful, us having babies. I don't want to see that. Sorry. It's just my life. My world. My me. Nothing you can do about it. It was fun, though. I would have lost money last night completely uh, if I were to go straight up on the Suns. I thought they'd lose by 20 again, and they played a great game. And I am happy to see that, not yet, although I expect it, that as the Suns kind of go through their nightmarish time, uh, the crowd hasn't quit on them. And I started to wait for these the bandwagon. And I'm Did one you of the think bandwagon. Would drop people. off? Uh, yes, quickly. But it's full. Yeah, sold out again last night, and people stuck around. I am... Uh, I am one of the people who hopped on the bandwagon. I hated Robert Sarver so much, I just quit liking the Suns. And they were, every bit of my passion, through the 80s and 90s, I was a Suns freak. It was annoying, probably. And then somewhere around 2005 and six, I'm like, uh, something's going wrong here. And then the owner turned me off to the whole thing, and I hopped right back on like a lot of us a couple years ago. I don't plan on getting off because now Sarver's going to go away. I think the new owner's uh, exciting. I think it's good to have him there. But I kind of expected after this, you know, they've lost 10 out of 11 and the terrible little run here because there are injuries. And when Cam Johnson came in the game last night, everybody went nuts. And How long is Devin out for? Uh, a few more weeks. And, you know, Chris Paul's day-to-day. So they'll get healthy again. So we'll see. It's an interesting thing, though. We're watching the fans last night stay in it and scream at the right points and all that. It was fun. They do have to start, you know, calming folks down for T-shirts because whenever they fire T-shirts into the crowd, I... Not going to happen. Oh, I, it's just, it's a t-shirt. And they, it's probably not your size. Oh, no. There's a yeah. dude who ripped a t-shirt out of like a 12-year-old's hands last night. They they do that Gatlin gun that just random rapid fires t-shirts and they spin it and it goes into the crowd. A guy two rows ahead of me. And he's standing there with his arms up like, his hand, come on, right here. Look, I'm, I'm the only one that's trying. And it goes up and it bounces off a few hands. And a 12-year-old boy has it and it kind of bounces out of his hands and he's reaching down to get it. This dude just snaps it up, looks at his girlfriend, and they pump fists, and then he hands it over to his girlfriend. Twelve-year-old boy's head's just straight down, and I'm like, what a dick. You've got a job and, like, probably $20 to go buy a T-shirt. This poor kid's got nothing. His mom bought those seats for that game, too, because I know the people who own those seats. So this was a Ticketmaster sale. And she thought she'd treat her son to go see. And he's a Brooklyn Nets fan. He had his Kevin Durant. Or, you know, maybe that was the reason why the guy swiped it from. Him, but I don't think he looked. You know what? That story will stay longer with him than if he caught the shirt. Well, see, he had ten years to grow into this because when the yeah. girl opened it up, it was like a triple XL. You would have probably thrown it back. <laughs> it was a big shirt, and I'm like, oh my god, little boy had a future with that shirt. That girl's just going to wear it as a nighty a couple times. The dude who caught it's going to close on it, and then they're just going to throw it away because it smells like bleach. That's what happens to most free sun shirts. They become your girlfriend's nighty. You unload a couple of them on there, and then it just gets kind of tattered and rotten. That little 12-year-old boy would have done that to it, too. But Any replacement for hard times or not hard times? No. I mean, Brett. Hard times Moreno. Moreno, yeah. Yeah, the dancer. Last year's gay dancer. He couldn't take your eyes off. No. He's gone and forgotten. I miss him. Can I cancel your tickets now? We thought about it. We thought about moving back. We don't need to be so close to see the incredible dance moves of Hard Times Moreno. I wonder what happened to him. He's got to be on Broadway somewhere. Oh, yeah. He's one of the best dancers I've ever seen, and I hate dancing. 
And then we just, me and my friend Brian, we always have these weird conversations. How do you think you would, like, wouldn't it be great? This would be an awesome promotion to see where and how you fare in a professional sporting event as an average guy. So each team has to have a fan on the floor at any given time. Just pull them randomly. All right. Just like, you know, price is right. Section 103, row 15, seat 15. Come on down. You're next. And you get in the game. The paper lion. And you get six minutes to play in an NBA game. And you sit, I wonder how you'd fare. Like, I wonder. That's a little heavy. Six minutes. Ah, it's it. No, for the whole game. Once yeah. they call, you're the only one. You're the winner that night. You're on the bench that night. You don't understand what's going on, but you get six minutes of play. Maybe not clutch minutes, but it's just like that rotten kid in Little League when they had the everybody must play rule. And you had to, and Coach Monty would have to find a way to plug your dumb ass into this thing. And if you're cool with it, you're just like, yeah, I'll play. And you're in your shorts and they take you back real quick. And they, <laughs> and then you're like, you get, because every, everybody in the crowd talks about what they could do or he needs to do this. Why don't you set that pick? And then you put him out there and say, all right, let's do this, big mouth. Let's see what you got. It wouldn't work in football because you'd get killed. Yeah. But you just wonder how you'd fare as, like, every night, tonight's fan gets six minutes and his name is blah, blah, blah. You're like, oh, man, he's going to kill us. Or maybe some dude just shines and has a great six minutes. Like puts, how magic would it be? Because you see people lose their minds for well, T-shirts, but how magic would it be if you went out and got, like, four NBA points and a board? It would be incredible. You play, um, it would be um, an awesome experience, but if uh, you've done it. If you played with one person on a team, like when back in the day, we used to play and Miguel Knight, oh. who is, you know, seventh, sixth yeah. or seventh man on the team. Yeah. And the guy would just light oh. it up on average Joe's. I've played with dudes who are on rec league teams that you're like, how are you not in the pros? And right. they're not good enough. I'm like, you can fly. And you go to even college level. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but can you imagine getting an elbow from DeAndre or something yes, like that? I, I mean, can because he's the softest man in basketball. <laughs> so I can't imagine getting an elbow from a tough guy. I'd be yes. Lambeer. I'd be I'd be oh, flopping be, all see, over and the that's court. The thing. And maybe that. you could foul out. Yeah. Like you, you're such a wrench in the game. Like Brett goes up there and he's got two pops in him and he gets called. Oh my god, I get to play! And you run <laughs> down there and then he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. You just start punching dudes and you get your ass kicked. You just you would just be a. It would be the most exciting thing ever that every night for six minutes a fan gets in and then it would shut up those people who are like well you know and i say it all the time deandre ayton is a soft you know but i'm not seven feet tall i know for a fact if i was his size i'd be better than him that's the kind of crap that that i say and everybody else says it too it would be amazing if you had Allowed us fans that up. How much could you charge it would for be tickets? Awesome, but after the you know the first year, the handicap seating would be huge. <laughs> People getting just taken out from that game. Oh, nobody would get that hurt. You'd have some pulled hamstrings and whatever. One two hand tomahawk. Look, I'm going to block it. Look, I got dunked on by Kenny Skywalker, and he jumped over me. He told me to move before he started to drive the ball. Move. And I'm like, huh? And I didn't. And next thing you know. There's a big black groin going over my forehead. And but you leg. move then. I didn't budge because at that point, if I'd have moved, I'm hitting him in the legs. He jumped over me. And I'm, I turn around and look, and his arm is in the rim to the elbow. It striped the top of your head. Yeah. He, he almost gave me an Indian dot right there with his pee hole. Dude was, and it was in a, he had time to say move and recognize I still can jump over this guy. It's not like I'm, you know, 5'4". 
He leapt right, and it was easy. It was nothing. And I'm like, oh my god! There'd be dunks like that. Like the other team would set plays to go past Brady. <laughs> but then we started to say, okay, how would you would you fare better if they did uh, fan uh, of the team on the floor playing basketball or tonight's special guest dancer? And you get to be in the dance squad all night. Which would you be better at? Which would be a less embarrassing endeavor for, let's say, Brady? You got to go out and dance with the dance squad. I mean, it would be funnier. That would be funnier. Yeah, I think you could get laughs dancing. But, uh, and you might go for laughs playing basketball with like a granny shot or something stupid. That would just piss everyone off, though. It's like, oh, the fans shooting? My uh, thoughts would be, if I'm going out there, I'm looking not to throw the ball away. Yeah. Not to, you know, Don't be a jackass. Execute a yeah. pass. Yeah. Maybe try to set a pick for somebody. Hold your own. Try to execute Smash stuff. into someone. That's what I want. <laughs> Brady's setting a pick for uh, well, Draymond they're Green. They're running into an anvil. Yeah. Look, yeah. we're the same weight. Yeah. You and Draymond would Just... be in a fight. Oh, it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this idea is great, and it only works in basketball. It It's the only game you can pull somebody out of the crowd and say you get six minutes. Not in a row. But you're going to get six minutes of PT tonight. And the other team's got another the knob. The strategy of put, putting that guy in. Oh, it, but, the, but it has to be when the other team. So it's an agreed upon, if my guy's in, We're your guy's in. in. Both these idiots have to play at the same time. One of the greatest promotional ideas of all time. I'm you're not getting the ball. Of course not. <laughs> it's four on four, and they're just going to yep. move. You're going to hear that a lot. Instead of timeouts, it's like six-man factor. <laughs> yeah. But you know eventually a long rebound would end up in... In the dipstick's hands. And you'd just be standing oh, yeah. there looking around. Where's Chris Paul? Where's Chris Paul? I got to pass it to him. And they, they would attack you. They got Ben Simmons and Kevin Durant just standing there. Time out. That's all. Time out. These guys are amazing. God forbid you try to dribble or do something like basketball But it would be I'm the best. I'm shooting a three and the guy blocked it from the foul yeah, line. It would be awesome. Tell me how f- that would add so much more to well, just it. Just give a minute. Life changing. A minute's life changing. Six minutes is like excruciating pain for everyone, including the winner. It's brutal. And then let's just say you pop one. I hit a three pointer against the Harlem Globetrotters. It's still like a highlight of my life. It'll happen. Metal Arc Lemon handed me the ball and goes, as we come out, as we're all coming out of the tunnel, just chuck the ball at the rim. Even if you're close, it'll be people go crazy. And I didn't realize there was a weight in the ball. And he was setting me up to look like the dumbest man in the world. So we come out. All right, let's welcome the YMCA idiots. And I come out like, yeah. And I take the ball he gave me, and I go to three court, you know, three quarters court shot, and I watch it kind of just wobbling enough to be like, no matter what I was going to do, it was going to miss by eighteen feet or more. And it just looked like I just threw it into the front row from from and it like, and everybody's like, ah, ha, 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 jackass, thought he could make that. I'm like, oh, lemon. We're gonna have us a lemon party. And I scored five points that night. I felt pretty good about myself. Well, didn't you play with Michael Irvin, too? That yeah. Was, that was, yeah. That was, I had five we points were, in that. We were Did great you? teammates. Yeah, he was my teammate and somehow stole the ball from me four times. I made <laughs> a that ball. What? Over Tim Kempton. Yeah, Tim Kemp. Uh, yeah, we were. It shooting. was under Tim Kempton. <laughs> That's right. I, we I, he went up high, and I did the yeah. scoop underneath. I had a three pointer, although I was only being guarded by sports anchor uh, uh, Mark Lewis, who I could blow by at any time. But I was afraid of the other guys in there. But after I took two shots and hit him, 
Michael Irvin decided someone else on my team is scoring. That's going to end right now. And every time I had the ball, Michael Irvin was next to me going, give me the ball. I'm like, we're on the same team. I said, give me the ball. All right. Then you just hand it to him, and then you never saw it again. Yeah, sometimes. You, no pass? No, 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 no. hand off. It wasn't come a pass. over and get the ball. Hand off. He took it. <laughs> he reached into, like, I'm holding it, and I got my, I'm like, wait a second. I got a guy guarding me already. You're on my team. Give me that. And he stole it from me. And I said, you're not helping the stereotype. <laughs> he had Stealing my basketball night. is something I'm going to talk about. <laughs> he had 100 points, but it, and he was good. But I had five. I wanted to play. It felt amazing being on the floor with pro athletes and getting somewhere. And the most amazing thing, that day, it was warm-ups. It was Skywalker. Oh. Dude, Josh uh, McCown. Yeah, McCown. Yeah, it was amazing. My idea is solid. Great stuff. Like just they call the fan of the night. And if you're in the lower level, and if you even gave the chance to the upper deck and whatever Gutierrez or Rodriguez came pouring out of that thing and got to play, would be ridiculous. Ridiculous. And you'd have to sign up to be like available. It's not just gonna be a random draw, but people are like, look, for a hundred bucks you can enter the drawing to be a player tonight. Sign the waiver. If you have a heart attack, we're not liable. <laughs> if you die on the floor, it's because you're an idiot that signed up for this. <laughs> but, like, yeah, they just have a list of people. Like, you sign up, you can play tonight. We might draw your name. There'd be How many C-notes would just fly across? Everybody would pay for that chance. This is a great idea. And they get the fans involved in the game, and you can actually play along. You get a jersey. Pretty great. A stat line. That would just be awesome. You get NBA minutes. Because I'm listening to people all around me tell, like, this is what I would do. Or when I used to play, you know, I was a three-point guy. I could shoot from the outside. I don't know what I'd do. Inside. I'm like, let's find out. You'd want to sign up those so-called, like, armchair quarterbacks. Exactly. Just like, all right, Dick, let's Look, see it. Go. You got game. Yep. yep. All of Prove us it. can assess the game yeah. stand on it. And I'm not saying that that means, look, I've always said that the WNBA girls are always like, well, you think you're so good? Play. Let me. Okay. I think I'd There's hold, I think I'd right hold up. I think I'd be all right. I beat Michelle Timms in a one-on-one game once, and I think she was trying. That was years ago. But even at 50 with two metal hips, I'm pretty sure I'd be all right in the WNBA for six minutes. I'd put points on the board. I'd definitely, definitely create some chaos down low. Let me try. Let's see how you do against the girls. Okay. Let me in. You, you wouldn't dare. No way the WNB would go for that because a dude might dominate for six minutes and be like, ah, this was terrible. We look like idiots. NBA's not afraid of it. Couldn't do it in hockey. Couldn't do it in baseball. Couldn't do it in football. Basketball, the risk of injury is so much lower. It'd be great. You know, and, and, you know, it goes back to how you couldn't do it in boxing either, but all those people go, I'd take a punch for Mike Tyson for $5 million. Well, nobody wants to see that, though. Nobody wants to watch Mike Tyson drop an alcoholic in the middle of a ring. Nobody's paying for that. <laughs> That's stupid. But people would pay to watch the average Joe playing ball in the NBA. For sure. You could pull it off in soccer. Yeah, maybe. You'd be one of the dudes out there oh, just being the idiot running around <laughs> yeah. with his beer in his hand. Like, I can't believe it's Lionel Messi. Is his name Lionel? <laughs> Hey, what's up, dude? You're like a star. Go stand over there. Okay. I'm going to kick it to you now. I'm probably going to miss this. I don't know what I'm doing. I hate soccer. I don't even know why I'm here. Luck at the draw. Anyway, think it through. If you guys want to do this, we'll start our own league. But I think it would be great. 
This is what baseball used to do, the old Bill Vec days. I'm like, we're going to put a midget out there today. And fans are going to go nuts. And they did, and it's memorable like to this day. Like that little boy, the midget. Yeah. They, Imagine, you know, you're, the, you're talking about the armchair quarterbacks in basketball. Yeah. Baseball, the guys that, ah, I played. Yeah. I played triple A or whatever. Uh, it's not, it's, you get a uh, time at bat. One at bat, and it, that's a waste of time. Basketball can be an accident. Something could happen where the ball comes to you. If it put you in the field, maybe, but at bat against a professional pitcher, I don't care if you used to be good it, without reps and stuff, you're screwed. They'll, they'll brush you back with one pitch and then paint the corner three times, and you're just going to be standing there like an idiot. A moron. It is almost Bill Veckish. It is Bill Veckish. It's genius, but it'll never happen because the NBA doesn't want us to actually participate. And there's liability. Somebody would sue and ruin it for everyone. So, Ideas. I'm an idea man, Brady. It's what I do. <laughs> I come up with great ideas that no one will ever use. It's worthless idea man is what I am. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, uh, shall we? Uh, so you guys can start thinking about the rest of it. It's a little rainy out there, and so I was raining on my way in this morning. Got a so little spray. Be careful. Uh, 585-9800 is the phone number. You can call and tell us what you want to hear. Maybe we'll play it next, and then we'll scream it together. It's 98KUP. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.